This week on Lazy Hollywood, we are back and looking at The Grudge to start our Halloween week. Uh, welcome to another edition of Lazy Hollywood. We've got myself, Paul. We've got Nick. We've got Mikey. And we've got Smiler. We've got a nice little group going on today. This week, we're looking at both the grudges. Yeah, it's a remake. Yeah. So, Nick, when did the Japanese version come out? 2002. When did the Buffy the Vampire Slayer version come out? 2004. Beautiful. That's it. Do you remake? Yeah. Let's yeah. let's start this story about these beautiful psycho kids. Yeah. You want to start, do you? Right. Yeah, we might as well. We're all here. Yeah. Jump this is. It's felt like a long time since I've done this. So, <laughs> as I say, so the original starts out the. Uh, well, it's a slightly different name. It's is it Junon Hakad. Junon the Grudge or something. Junon. 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 So it starts out with um, kind of a, a murder scene. It's, uh, it shows this guy basically killing his what looks to be wife and son. He does mm-hmm. seem a bit possessed, though. He doesn't seem like it's him actually doing it. Then the credits basically roll after that. Then it kind of cuts into a girl called... Uh, is it Rika? I think her name is. She's like a, uh, as it were, a social worker, kind of a volunteer... And she gets uh, kind of whatever a boss or something gives her this job because he can't do it himself. So she has to go out to this uh, to this house to look after this old woman to see if she's okay and stuff. But she doesn't want to. She doesn't want to do it because she's kind of a volunteer, so she's not paid to do it and all that stuff. And she gets to this house. It looks a bit creepy. Looks a bit kind of run down. She walks in the house and there's pretty much a mess everywhere. It's right state and. Uh, as she's walking in the house, basically the um, the old lady is on the floor, kind of scratching the door. She's a bit of a mess, and she picks her up, and she decides to clean the floor because she's uh, pooped herself, <laughs> <laughs> to put it simply. Um, so yeah, she starts cleaning up the house, and she finds a picture of a um, oh, a picture of a family without her, uh, with one of the faces missing, all torn up. Did she really shit herself? I believe so. It, it was brown on the floor. It was, it? it was a brown mess on the floor. Yeah. Oh, I didn't say that. <laughs> At least the way I remember it, there was a brown mess on the floor. Sure. Pretty sure. Does anyone else wait. remember the brown mess on the floor? No. <laughs> why would they? Why would they be like, oh, it's important to make her shit herself in the first two minutes of the film? Have you ever seen Japanese films and how <laughs> how gross they can get? Yeah, yes. but not starting off a film with an old woman shitting herself. Oh, you'd be surprised <laughs> what um, genre type films could do, yeah. Itchy the Killer springs to mind. There you go. Yeah, but, you know, they're sitting there discussing it, aren't they? Creating the scene. And goes, well, if she shit herself, <laughs> well, no, we'll make sure that's fucking in there. Because <laughs> people... You know, she's fallen, but unless she shit herself, no one's really going to understand what's going on in this scene. She's probably been there a long time. It's just setting up the uh, scene, as it were. <laughs> All right. Can I say, though? Yeah. The uh, the American version yeah. 
took about um, 45 minutes to get to this point. <laughs> it did, yeah. I started to think this was going to be a short film. Because <laughs> I, watched, I watched the American one first, the other way around. So did I, actually. And, um, oh my God, so similar. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I kind of, and I thought, fucking hell, this, we were like, um, I was well in with this one. <laughs> yeah, it starts pretty soon. Talk about alarm clocks and balconies and all kinds of shit. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. Oh, the old woman shit herself. Yeah. <laughs> and after right. that, she finds a picture of a family on the floor, which is all like torn up and stuff, and it's missing the face of the mum, I'm guessing, at this moment. Hmm. So she starts going up the house and all that. She goes upstairs. She kind of hears like a, a strange noise, as it were. She goes into her bedroom. And she finds there's been like a wardrobe door that's been uh, taped up. And she opens it and there's a cat inside. But as soon as the cat jumps out, uh, a little boy appears. And she kind of gets Yeah, there's out. a little Chisanawa Otokono Oko. Yes. Hey, that's little boy in Japanese, man. I've been learning my Japanese. <laughs> oh, look at you go, mate. <laughs> I don't know if I pronounced that right, yeah. I really don't know if I pronounced that right. But that meant little boy. Yeah. That was good. Test my Japanese there, yeah. Wow. Right. What, what do you want to know that sentence, mate? <laughs> I, you're a dick, chap. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, carry on, carry on, carry on. Carry on. <laughs> Moving on swiftly. <laughs> Myla, how do you say shitty pants are women in Japanese? I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Just in case you have to come up. <laughs> so, yeah, anyway. <laughs> the little boy appears. She gets scared. You would, though. She runs down to the old woman. She asks him, who's that boy? She says, oh, I don't know. Then she goes back to the picture, and it's that little boy in the picture. Did, did she say, I don't know? I don't know. I just, she probably didn't even say anything. Uh, yeah, I don't think she says much. Oh, she doesn't say a lot, especially not in the yeah. first thing. <laughs> yeah, okay. She says nothing. She just looks at her. There you go. Then she rings like someone. Baby. Like a baby shitting its nappy. Just looked at her. Pretty much. Hey, hey, unchi. Unchi. That's shit. <laughs> Unchi is shit in Japanese. Yeah, I just googled that. Yeah, well, <laughs> type in poop and it'll come up. Unchi. Okay, then find yeah. old woman. Unchi in the grudge. Um, <laughs> but, uh, carry on, carry on. Oh. Carry on. So yeah, so she she rings someone up, kind of explaining why is there a boy here? There should be no boy and all that stuff. Then she goes back upstairs and the boys kind of by the um, so where the uh. What's it called? It's... Loft landing, landing by landing on top of the stairs. I was like, she's, she's like, who are you doing all that? Then she goes back down to the old woman, and suddenly, she starts talking to the woman, and this like demon appears. This like black ghost kind of comes over and just basically, uh, oh, we don't know. What this is to this her. is where I was able to tell the. I don't know how much budget went into the Japanese version to the American yeah. version, but there's only two years difference, right? Yeah. And I could tell the difference with the Japanese black little ghost thing coming out compared with the Amer- Hollywood version. Of oh, yeah. They, definitely a lot more was spent in the Hollywood version. Yeah. I didn't think the, the Hollywood one was all that. Well, it was better than some smoke. Well, <laughs> 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 uh, fair play. Yeah, yeah it it's definitely a higher budget with the <laughs> Hollywood one. <laughs> Did you guys know it was the same director? Both films. I do not. How do you know that? Hollywood hired the same director for the original, for the remake. 
They also did with the same the sequel as well. He was also directed. I believe he directed the sequel to the American version and the Japanese version. Well, he didn't do Grudge Free as well then. No, no, he? no, no. He wasn't involved. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. He was only involved in the first two of each films. Okay. We're involved in four of them. How many cross films are there? There must be quite a few now. I thought there's four. There's four. I thought that well. I thought they're doing a fourth. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're doing a fourth. They're doing a fourth. Yeah, they're, they're merging that with the ring. I think. Yeah, in, yeah. In Japan, they've just done the ring versus the grudge, haven't they? Yeah. The Grudge yeah. Four is a remake of the original Grudge. What? Oh, okay. I just know in uh, in Japan in Japan they have done like um, the ring the versus the ring the versus it's one of them the ring yeah, versus yeah, yeah. Uh, the grudge yeah. tape. I think the Grudge Kids like watch the tape or something. <laughs> <laughs> I think they must have done. And let's feel now that they answer the phone and it all kicks off. <laughs> so, anyway, back to the film. So yeah, she she kind of faints from that, and there's a little boy behind her, and it kind of cuts out. Then it, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> then that's kind of almost like I mean, this film's kind of set in not necessarily chapters, but kind of sections. It's like how do you pronounce it? Segments. That's the word I'm looking for. Because each uh, segment has its own um, title, as it were. So the first one was called Ricker, and then the next one was called Katsua. I I'm probably destroying that, but yeah, that's what it was called. So this one is how's it start? It's yeah, this is um they don't explain it well, but it's basically uh, back in time to when the old woman's family was living with her in that house. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, they get out of bed, they wake up, walk downstairs, uh, the wife of the guy, of the old woman's son, sees a cat, she has a look around, he's gone off to work, and she kind of goes upstairs and something horrible happens to her, basically. And then uh, cuts to a bit later where the um, husband comes home, looks around and just like, where's, where's Katsuma, I think her name was, or something? And he goes upstairs... Turns out it, she's lying on the bed. And he tries to ring someone and the little boy runs behind him. And as he's looking in the wardrobe, the little boy is just staring at the uh, the wife on the bed. As he jumps on the bed, the boy appears and uh, the boy screams like a cat. Like, scream. It's a bit strange. You know what? That little, that, that little boy wasn't even scary in the Japanese version, man. I would have punched him in the face, to be honest. Yeah, no, I think because <laughs> it was... Not being horrible to the makeup artist, but it was it wasn't that great. He didn't look like a ghost as it were. Nah, he didn't he didn't he just looked like a little little boy. Yeah, he did look like a little boy. They did do a better job in the remake, I think. I I think they um they didn't normally with a film like this you you would hide the um like the I don't know if you call them like killer or spirit or spirit or whatever it is. You'd very you'd hide it and get like glimpses. This one, it just they went all in. They did to be fair. Yeah. It, things just fucking sitting there the whole film, just chilling. <laughs> yeah. I've never seen just like two open crazy killer things before. <laughs> yeah. They just walk around the house. <laughs> yeah. Normally it's like, oh, you hear a noise. What is it? This one, you walk up the stairs, it just walks around the stairs and just goes, oh, you're right. Yeah, they definitely did have a grudge, as it were, pun intended. Yeah, with all the wrong anyone. people. Yeah, anyone that just went there, they just wanted to kill. Yeah, I mean, they were little shits, really, weren't they? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you sit there and you think, oh, it's out of order, they died, but then you kind of look at it and you think, shits. Yeah. So, I don't know, I just think the little toe rags. <laughs> little kid yeah. annoyed me. Fact, was the cat dead? Yeah, the cat was... Yeah, the... Uh... Why wasn't that covered in talcum powder? <laughs> <laughs> I 
I don't know. Did, he, did, he, did the dad stab the kid? It, I think in the remake they showed it, um, him stabbing the cat, or trying to drown oh, the cat in the bath and stabbing it and throwing it away. I don't yeah, think it threw against the wall in the remake, yeah. didn't it? Yeah. This one, it just, I don't know, it was just, just there, dead. dead. Yeah. I don't know why the cat came back. Why has that got a fucking grudge as well? <laughs> <laughs> it was weird, like, the cat and the boy were combined. Like, they were, like, the same thing. Yeah. It was, like, with the boy screaming, like, the cat would... But that's the thing, though, because they got scenes where like someone be looking out the window, and in the background you have the yeah. boy going like, "Yeah," and you're yeah. just like, well, "It's not very much intimidating, though, is it?" <laughs> you're yeah. gonna turn and go, "Oh, fucking hell, it's a cat." What does it mean? It's a cat. What does it mean? <laughs> it could have done any noise, like a higher pitched scream or anything crazy, but it's just pretend to be a cat. And for like, them, they did the um, weird thing with like the weird like head parting <laughs> noise that we didn't really hear. It just like a small like a. Uh, high-pitched sounds and their heads started hurting it was weird but anyway yeah so the guy the boy appears on the bed with the mum the mum makes the noise he turns around the shadow appears and that kind of cuts out to the guy's sister coming home to cook some food she comes like hi mum where's blah 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 blah, where's my brother and all that and she doesn't uh no she hears a noise upstairs we see the uh, husband carrying his possessed or dead wife into another room as she tries to go upstairs he's sitting there looking at just staring at the floor as it were and he's like no you gotta get out now it's not a good time and all that so he walks upstairs and as he's walking upstairs you see through the little window his dead wife's just peering through the window kind of all well very very white as it were dead dead spirit spirit uh, i think that's pretty much half an hour in so Whoa. can i just yeah. say yeah watching this film yeah i'm not gonna lie there's a few bits where i thought I haven't got a fucking clue what's going on. <laughs> but I thought it was all right. I better pick up bits when, like, Nick reads it back. <laughs> <laughs> Reading it back. I still don't have a fucking clue what's going on in this film. I've not got a Scooby-Doo. I don't know, half his, half his bits you're talking about, half his I have not got a fucking clue about any of it. I mean, it was a stra- it's a strange way to make a film because not only was it set over several years, it was also cut in segments and it be non-linear so bits are all over the place just to add to the confusion no it's confusing all right <laughs> i feel your pain so are we oh. um diving to the original yeah any any thoughts before we do about the beginning the first two segments of this film um, i thought it was nice i just wish i could have talked it out <laughs> <laughs> yeah there wasn't much talking yeah. No. no for me myself i said I, yeah i got like kind of lost with it as well when then I don't know, I, you, you sort of, I sort of just, uh, I don't know, just didn't know really where it was going with with everything. So, yeah, I, f- I found it very a bit hard to follow just because I was just like, I wasn't, yeah, I didn't know what to sort of half expect. And then I started watching it and it's just a bit like, well, where is this going? Yep. <laughs> How about you, Smiler? What do you think? Yeah, I just want shit, to be honest. <laughs> 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 Straight to the point. I'm a, I'm a fan of I'm a fan of foreign films. I'm a big fan of like Japanese, Chinese things, and Korean films. But that I I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. I've watched it, and I think I texted I texted one of you guys, or I texted you, and I was just like, "Fuck me, this is this is confusing me." And I was paying attention to it. I got home from work, and then I started watching it, and I was just like, "There's Paul." I was just like, "What the fuck is this film about?" <laughs> You know, I mean, and then I, I lost it. I, you know, I yeah. understood it to a certain degree. 
So. Oh, really? I mean, I, to I... a certain degree, I did. I, I didn't get lost in the story, as it were. Um, again, it was just it was difficult to understand because it was very um, again it was non-linear. It was and again it was set over several years, and there were so many char- different characters. It was it was it was rather confusing. Pretty much, it was just rather confusing. <laughs> um, anyway, let's jump to the uh, remake. Yay! Which uh, again, a 2004, so it's so two years after the original one, and it is a uh, same director. So anyway, so yeah, again. Opens up. And Sam Raimi. And Sam Raimi as well. He's producing the film. Yeah. So first first opening scene is, it basically says, sewing along the lines, when someone dies in the grip of a powerful rage, a curse is born. The curse gathers in that place of death. Oh, damn it. Then it says something else, but I, I got rid of the page. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were really coming across well then, Nick. I thought we were going. <laughs> I clicked the wrong button. <laughs> Let me try that again. Right, I'm ready. Mm. Right, so it opens up, and it starts out with saying, When someone dies in the grip of a powerful rage, a curse is born. Then it goes on to say, The curse gathers in that place of death. Then lastly it says, Those who encounter it will be consumed by its fury. The base saying, When a tragedy happens... It's just a spiteful little shit again. Basically, yeah. Like, <clears throat> Anyway, yeah, so the the film opens up to a woman in bed, her talking to maybe her husband or something. And he basically just jumps off the balcony. He wouldn't even jump. He just kind of like... He just... Over, <laughs> yeah, he was like... He did flop over. I believe his name was Peter. Peter, yes. Yeah. Who he does come... He does come back later on in the film. Spoilers. Yeah. That fucking confused me again. <laughs> again, yeah. That's the thing with this film. I don't know where it was the director or whatever, but... When they have flashbacks, they don't appear like flashbacks. It's just like... It's continuing with the film. It doesn't say when it's flashbacking or anything. It just... Next scene is the flashback. Without explaining it, like, like they do it in an order that they kind of think that you won't say, "I don't know what's going on," because you don't want to look stupid in front of people. <laughs> yeah. So it's one of them you'd watch at the cinema. You'd come out, and go, oh, "That's fucking well good. That was well scary." Yeah. <laughs> but in your head, you're thinking, "He fucking died like 55 minutes ago. Why is he back?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was a it's so, rather odd filmmaking, but again, some people love it, some people hate it. Anyway, so it, it starts off again out uh, after the credits roll. This woman on the bike, she goes, "Is this is this exactly the same house as in the original? Because it it looks really close to it, if not the same." Yeah, why not? Well, it could be, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> if you look at the filming location, um, the Japanese, it was actually, I think it was actually filmed. That that part was actually filmed in the studios in LA. Uh, okay, so they just recreated it basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it did look really familiar. It didn't look exactly the same. It just looked really familiar. Like the whole filming, obviously, was in Japan. Yeah. Parts, but like certain parts of it was filmed in the LA studio. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So yeah, we go, so this woman arrives to the house, which again looks like the uh, the original house in the original film. She comes in uh, to this old woman who is an American, we can presume because she doesn't look Japanese to me. Um, comes up, and as she's talking to her, she realizes she's got some tape in her hand, and she's cut herself with it. So she uh, puts her to bed, and she starts cleaning up the house again, like the uh, like the original. Has that old granny got unchi all over <laughs> That That wouldn't be it, though. That would be where old, old no. Sarah Michelle Gellar comes, isn't it? I was thinking that. <laughs> he wouldn't be at that stage yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and again, this... Uh, 
Yeah, they, this is a different, completely new character to the... Uh, I know, I suppose... She... Well, she's a caretaker until Sarah Michelle Gellar comes yeah, in. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Welfare, isn't it? So, like, yeah. Because yeah. in the original... Anyway, we're not there. But anyway, yeah. So she's cleaning up. She hears a strange noise. She looks up and it appears it's coming from the uh, the attic. So yeah, she goes okay. up. So she hears a strange noise. She goes into the wardrobe, which apparently she knows where the attic is. And she tries to look up. She's got a little lighter. She starts looking around and suddenly behind her is the creature, as it were. And she grabs her and takes her up into the attic. And that is her gone. Yes. She was well, stupid. What's it with people in horror films and going towards the strange noises? <laughs> You would go towards a strange noise to try to figure it out, right, Mr. Captain Underwear? I would. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. Captain, <laughs> Captain Underwear. Where did that come from? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I like it, though. <laughs> yes, I would go towards a strange noise. <clears throat> I don't think I would. I think... No? No. I mean, I... if it was there, like, all night, eventually. We're not on the first... The first. Like, yeah. I mean, what was the strange noise that attracted her? It was like just movement upstairs. It was nothing like straight. It was just like movement, like someone appears. Someone was like walking around. But creeping. don't you find it weird that like if she's in the living room because it's not even the floor above. It's the floor above the floor yeah. above. It's in the loft. Well, no, she goes up the first because uh, all the rubbish is on the stairs. So she goes up cleaning up the stairs, and that's when she hears it. I remember. But yeah, you it's... Good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Anyway, she dies. Next scene is a uh, good old uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar, Miss Buffy, who's also in bed. Uh, she's got a Car- boyfriend. At first, I wasn't sure who she was. Like, I could remember the face, but I couldn't remember her name. I don't know why. What Buffy? Yeah. <laughs> Everyone watched this film for the simple fact that it was Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I didn't. Was it? <laughs> Did you not? Did you not? Okay. All right. No. Actually, a long time ago, actually, I saw the grudge. There were Japanese ones before I did the American ones. Anyway, anyway, moving on. Um, yeah, so she's having fun times in bed with her boyfriend. It cuts to a scene of them kind of walking around in Japan, kind of walking to their work. Then she kind of stops at like a graveyard, and uh, they're just like talking about it. And she says one of the dumbest lines in the film, which is, because uh, they're, they're looking at people like admiring the grave. And she says... So it had quite an impact on your neck. It has, if I can find the, the dialogue. Hmm. They must have lost someone they loved. I don't know why it angered me so much, but it was the fact that they're at a grave, they're putting incense on it, they're clearly clear about the people they lost, and she says the most obvious line, they must have lost someone they loved. It's a stupid line. Anyone agree, or is it just me? Just you. Just me, okay. So, <laughs> no, it's a stupid line. It was just, it was just stating the obvious. Apparently that was the line that made him want to remake the film. That's what he thought was missing, was from the uh, <laughs> version. He always regretted not putting that in there. Yeah. Well, they didn't even have that scene in there. That's why. That's why we yeah. made it. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so they moved on after that. They uh, went to, was it university or college or something? University of college? <laughs> yeah, the university. <laughs> Does that even fucking make sense? <laughs> university or college. Oh. <laughs> you didn't say that, though. You did I not know. say that. You did not say that. I went to university <laughs> <laughs> University of College. Right, anyway, yeah. So, she's again, she's like a carer. She's kind of a volunteer carer. And uh boss says, like, I've got this case. Uh, the person didn't show up for work today, so can you go around and uh, 
to help. She's got dementia and all that. She's an English-speaking language uh, house, so you'll be fine. So she has a. She's not sure where it is, so she asks some people. And she eventually finds the place, and she kind of goes in. She rings the bell a few times before she goes in, and again the house is a mess. And exactly the same scene to where uh, the original, where she kind of goes in and the woman's kind of scratching at the door, uh, and she kind of picks her up and she cleans some. She puts some like uh, sheets on the line, and there was no poop on the floor in this scene. Oh, it was missing the poop. I mean, that's that's a that's a big scene to take out. If I'm yeah. honest. She does give her a wash though. I still don't know if that was in the original. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there was poop on the floor in the original. I don't I don't know why someone would do that. It's the Japanese. There you go. You can't use that to get out of this. <laughs> same fucking director made this film. Yeah. Same director. Yeah. yeah. One's for the Japanese people and one was for the American people. So <laughs> yeah. he directed it in two very different ways. <laughs> yeah. Americans are very offended by certain things, as the Japanese are very, very full open. frontal shit. In, uh, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Boom. Very open. <laughs> Paul, you, Paul, you must see the beginning of Itchy the Killer because that would explain everything to you. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're on another film here to get you through this. <laughs> I am. <laughs> anyway, so she puts the old woman to bed. Well, she's not that old in this, right, compared to the uh, original. Do you not find that the struggle, the underlying, is the old woman just wants to get out of fucking bed? <laughs> yeah. In the whole of film, the secret <laughs> message is this woman just does not want to fucking be in bed anymore. <laughs> and you've got about an hour of people just putting her in fucking bed, which is why she's <laughs> herself. Yep. <laughs> Maybe she just wants to get up. Perhaps if she got out of the house, like all the problems would be solved. There would be no like, evil spirits. Do you know what I mean? Just, just let her take her out somewhere. It's just like, oh, you're out of bed. Let's put you back in bed. She just doesn't talk. <laughs> no. You know, there's nothing else seen wrong with her. She just doesn't talk. Let's just get her out. Yeah. Let's take her down to shopping or something. Stop putting her in a fucking bed and strapping her. What was the one where they strapped her in bed? I think there's this one. I mean, that's over the top, isn't it? <laughs> there's a bit. Anyway, you've got uh, Buffy going up and cleaning the, uh, the house upstairs. Again, pretty much yeah. exactly the same scene from the original. She finds the wardrobes taped up. She goes to investigate. She rips it open and she opens it and there was a book. And there was, and as she picks up the book, a child and the cat appears. Well, she heard the cat, didn't she? That's why yeah, she opened yeah. it. Again, this cat's got a really weird, um, it's a really weird character in this film. It makes, doesn't make much sense. But anyway, so the cat appears, child appears. She's like, I f- then it kind of cuts to later in the day and she's like, I rang someone and she's like, I found this kid. Who is he? I don't know. It pretty much the exact same scene from the original. Although this really goes to different because she's got a book and she fires uh, pictures, torn up pictures in the book. And one of the pictures is the um, the guy from earlier who flopped over on the balcony and died. And yeah, so she goes, she walks around the house and she uh, sees the boy who's upstairs on the uh, landing kind of staring down at her. I think his name was Toshi or something. Mm-hmm. Then as she um as she's walking around the house she answers the answer machine and behind her is like a person runs through the uh the other side of the uh, glass doors where her the old lady is. And then pretty much scene for scene, just better CGI this time where the uh ghost appears and kind of okay. the eyes. Sort of like the eyes in this film. The bright white eyes. Yeah. So yeah, that was pretty much scene for scene just better CGI so I suppose a slight improvement and then it, it does a um, a flashback without anyone knowing or telling anyone of the um, I suppose it's a bit more obvious than this of the uh, the f- American family first moving into the house well they're not actually moved in at this point they're kind of viewing the house 
I don't know why they couldn't just throw out a one year ago or two months ago. Or... <laughs> yeah, it would have it would have helped viewing. It helped me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it would help me. So yeah, uh, so yeah, they're viewing the house. Mum gets lost. She's upstairs, just staring at the ceiling, making a noise. Then mm-hmm. the estate agent kind of goes off and hears something in the bath. So he, he sees like the taps just been fully run. So he takes out the plug, and the uh, the boy kind of grabs him, the little ghost boy, and he pulls out like a clump of hair. <laughs> so he's like. Yeah, we're okay, we'll take it. It's like, okay. Next scene, um, they kind of wake up. Or she wakes up in the middle of the night and says, like, have you had a good night's sleep to her husband? It's like, yeah, I haven't because my mum's been up all night, blah, blah, blah. Uh, just having a general chat about staying blah, blah, blah. there. About the life of Japan. Nothing much interesting, really. Oh. Then it uh, cuts to her having a little shop. Uh, though the um, wife coming back sleeping. She hears a noise. She thinks it's her mum knocked over something. It's not because there's a little uh, footprints where someone's knocked over her noodles. So she goes to investigate and she goes. She sees a cat. So she runs upstairs and as the cat's on the stairs, she sees like uh, hands grab the cat. Also, this actress' uh, face is very familiar. I can't remember what she'd been in before. She's been in quite a few. Th- just um, the ring. She has she been in the ring. Yeah, why not? <laughs> 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 now nah, she, um, I, I think you'll, you'll notice her from stuff like uh, Girl Interrupted, Faculty. She was in the faculty when she was younger. Ah, uh, yeah, that's, that's probably where film. I remember her from. I think that was the big film that she was in in the late 90s. Yeah. Um, mean Girls. I don't know if she was in Mean Girls. Was she in Mean Girls? <laughs> well, we're not talking about Mean Girls. Anyway, no, anyway. anyway. Back back onto it. She's been in some stuff. She's got a familiar face. Well, I'm a cheerleader. <laughs> Paul's got a list there. Yeah, all of them. Ghost on Mars. Ghost on Mars. She's all that. She is all that. <laughs> Ghost on Mars. Is that the one with Ice Cube and Natasha Henstridge? Nah, that's not Ghost on Mars. Is it Ghost on Mars? Give me two seconds, I'll find out. Hey, that film was kind of drifting away from this Japanese film. <laughs> yeah, it's got Ice Cube and all that. Like yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that film. That film was good. But anyway. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. So, yeah, so she, she goes... Up... <laughs> Noodles, yeah. Noodles, yeah. So she goes up to investigate. She walks into her bedroom and the door slams shut. Kind of like the original uh, film. Her husband comes home, exactly like the original film, finds his wife on the bed. And uh, the boy appears with... A little, bit, a little more scarier in this because he's not only is he, I suppose, more CGI because his like mouth's completely black as he opens it. Mm. So it's a bit more scarier, and uh, yeah, he gets knocked over. And as far as we know, he's been taken by the uh, boy. That's the last thing we see. So um, cuts back to present day, which again they don't say. Just cuts back to present day where uh, Buffy. Um, I don't even know what her name is. What is her name? Her name is Karen Davis. Karen Davis. <laughs> There yeah. we go. That's well, right. I didn't remember that. <laughs> I made notes, Nick. <laughs> Do you know it was the same boy in all the films? Was that? Yeah, it? It looked similar, but I didn't want to say that. I didn't want to say <laughs> that. I thought uh, just, it did look yeah. similar. Yeah, 2002, 2004, it's the same guy. Does that count? So, is he related to the director or anything? Or is he, no, guessing... I just think he recast the same kid because it's only two years later. Yeah, that's true. But he <laughs> did look a little bit older. He's 20 years old now. He's quite a good-looking chap. <laughs> wait, he's wait, wait. what do you mean? He's 20 years now? Now, yeah. Yeah. Also, just uh, another one. You know, so in the original, yeah. and then so they've got their sections or whatever. Yeah, the segments, yeah. 
Yeah, so d- did you translate those at all? Or do you know what those... Yeah, I know what they mean. They're just names of uh, people. Yeah, so then... Because uh, I was just looking at it and just trying to... Yeah. I was just uh, trying to find out in case they meant anything else. Whatever. But so then... So then when those sections are supposed to be like focusing on one specific person of that story, so then... Pretty much, yeah, yeah. It's, it's to do with yeah. the uh, plots <clears throat> of the uh, people and the thing. That's what yeah. I must really like, missed and then... Why the fuck is this so confusing? <laughs> yeah, uh, again, it's confusing because it's non-linear. It's not in order. It's it's talked about everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Oh well. Yeah. So it adds to the confusion. Yeah, it sure does. I think we've actually reached the same point as we have in the uh, original. Uh, yeah. So we'll head back over if that's okay with everyone. You want to add anything to the American version while we're here? I mean, I'm just so confused. I think this film confused me too much to scare me. <laughs> He's just thinking more about the plot happening to what was actually going on kind of thing. Well, yeah, instead of thinking, oh, no, this is awful, I was just sitting thinking, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> and I still, like I said, I still maintain listening to you talk about it. I don't have a clue what's going on. <laughs> yeah. And jumping back and through to like the different films is just making it worse. Because <laughs> now I was confused about the first film, but now I'm confused about the first film with the second film, talking about the first film and the second film. It's just... It does all sort of blur into one, really, doesn't it? I yeah. mean, the, the beginnings of both films are very, very similar. And now it's the same kid in both films. <laughs> this makes it even more confusing. It's even worse, because I can't remember what scene he did when. <laughs> <laughs> same film twice, but different scenes of the same film. <laughs> I don't even understand. Same boy, so, same director. Apart from that, I've really enjoyed it so far. <laughs> That's good. Right, so yeah, moving on back to the original. I think we're in the third segment, which is called Hitomi. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Anyway, so yeah, it's the uh, sister of the uh, husband and wife who have been, as we know, taken by the uh, ghosts. So she's ringing home to see his mum okay and all that, but no one's answering as far as I can know. She's like, give me a call, all that. She's currently out of a workplace, I think. She's kind of like in an office building. Hmm. And uh, she goes to the toilet. But as she's walking to the toilet, she keeps looking behind her. I was like, is there something following me? So as she's sitting in the toilet, well, not sitting in the toilet, but, you know, she's in the toilet. Uh, it appears that someone's walked to the cubicle next to her. And her phone rings, and it makes that. Go on, guys, you can make that noise. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this is a rather creepy noise, I'm not going to lie. <coughs> yeah. a, it's rememberable, well, like... Yeah, that, that'll, the, um, that'll the ring. The seven days, which is creepier. Ooh. I think it's got to be the seven days. And I think after I think after watching both of these, yeah, yeah, I can't remember the ring. It's been a while. It's been probably the same while since I've watched these two films. But in my head, the ring is a lot better than these films. But then I might watch the ring and think, well, that was shit. <laughs> yeah, you know I need I mean? to I need to watch them again. I watched them in ages. But anyway, yep. so she's in the toilet. The phone makes a noise. She hangs up. She kind of goes out and the. Uh, she finds this little bear on the floor, and as she, <laughs> along that, I did have a little laugh. As she um picks up the bear, the toilet door opens, and this just head of hair comes out. Along that, I did laugh at that bit because it wasn't scary. It was just like <laughs> someone just, someone just like held a wig and moved it across. It wasn't scary. No, it was funny. That's funny in the so because in the original as well, like I, I think there's a difference between the original and the remake. The only when they make this noise with the uh, yeah. Like in the in the original, they just don't move their mouth at all. Though, do it, does no, she? no, no. She, but in the remake, at least she goes a bit like uh, yeah, yeah. coming out. So I was a bit, I was like with that. I was a bit like, who's actually making that noise? <laughs> and then yeah, so, so just little, little, it's the little things, man. 
Just a little thing. And also, just a, just another quick one. So then, um, also, you've got the so the mum or whatever the old lady yeah. in the house. How the fuck has she survived for so long? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, she's just there, like, okay, she's, like, scared, and she's like, oh, like, I just want her to leave me alone. And it's just like, oh, well, she's all right. She ain't been killed, though. It's, it is, it's a valid point, like, she's, like, the only one that survives throughout the whole thing. Yeah, exactly. Someone needs to take advice from her, really, didn't they? <laughs> yeah. Just lie in bed and do nothing. Yeah, exactly, just lie in bed. Well, yeah, I guess you see what happens when you lie in bed later, hey? Lie in bed and don't talk. Yes. Because she didn't pretty much say a word. Exactly. She spoke in one of them. Yeah, she did. It wasn't much. It was the original. She speaks a bit later. Oh. Big scene. Big scene. Anyway, yeah, so she comes out to her, then she goes straight to the like, security room and tells the guard that there's something strange here. Can you uh, investigate? So he goes off and investigates. Is, can I just say that yeah. the next bit, I remember this scene being a lot better than what it was. I do as well. <laughs> When I first saw this was like my favourite scene in the film. When this came on, I was just like, yeah, now this is the scene. I remember this fucking great scene. Yeah, not so much. Things <laughs> <laughs> back again sometimes, isn't it? This is when you talk about the updating effects and smoking one. and Yeah. <laughs> this just felt a little bit like, yeah. <laughs> and why are security suits on always so big on Japanese people? I don't know. <laughs> in both films. They're fucking massive. It's <laughs> yeah. like his dad's suit. He's got an extra large or something, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Yeah, Sorry. The hats are massive. Well, yeah. Only come, only come in one size, though. <laughs> yeah, one size fits all. Or fits most, as it were. Anyway, yeah, so he's a... Uh, so at this point, he's going around looking, checking all the doors, and she's kind of looking on the CCTV cameras. And as he's going into the, as he looks in the toilet, the smoke appears and takes him into the toilet. And that was the scene Paul was talking about because the special effects were pretty, pretty bad, cheesy, whatever you call. Not that great. Yeah. And yeah. So she runs off and um, runs off into the elevator. And she probably could have been saved if she let the other person uh, get on with her. Because remember the um. Yeah. As, as the doors close, like the other person wanted again. If that was me and stuff was happening, I would have let her in because I wouldn't want to be by myself at that point. Mm. It's the worst thing you can do. So as she's going up the floors, you see in the background that the boy is just staring through each floor. She gets out. What? She gets into her apartment, and uh, like her phone rings. It's, it's, uh, it's her brother. It's like, yeah, where are you? What floor you're on? What number? A bit strange that if it was her brother, she didn't know what, where he was. Obviously, it's not her brother, but we find out I mean, in a minute. When did they get the power to start doing this? Yeah, to um, transform. <laughs> I mean, one minute they're just annoyed little, you know, in the house. Now suddenly they can all voice changing and travel wherever they want. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when this part of the story happened. <laughs> I don't know. Now you've got a woman who can't leave her bed, gets to get locked up, but these kids can just stroll wherever the fuck they want. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, they, dis- they disappear in, they, they walk in there. I mean, what's... How, are they getting? How can they suddenly do impressions? <laughs> we'll never Isn't know, Paul. Isn't another thing about... Because um, didn't they say the curse gets trapped in the place of the murder as well? Yeah. yeah. So then it's just like, all right, so we're not trapped anymore. We can actually go outside and venture beyond this house. I think if you're affected by the actual curse, I think oh, it okay, can yeah. follow you around. It'll follow you everywhere, wherever yeah, everywhere you, you go, yeah, and anywhere you go. No, Which, the ring. I know, but in this film, if you if you um, <laughs> if you go by that logic, it makes more sense. That's what I'm saying. I'm just saying you just... It makes more sense if you go by that logic. What, what has this woman done that's so bad to get chased around? 
she's just been in the house. <laughs> they, they, they really went out of their way to kill her. Oh, yeah. yeah. You, they could have just let it slide. <laughs> she was scared. Yeah. <laughs> they, they've really gone. I mean, loads of people could have been in that house while they were gone. Yeah. They could have been running around, smashing shit up. Anyone could have been in that house while they were chasing women down the roads. <laughs> Missed opportunities to protect us. <laughs> no, they did. I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean, they, no. yeah, they were evil spirits. That's all we can say. Told you the little shits. I told you. Yeah. So she, uh, so she goes to answer the door. He kind of, after calling, he rings her door immediately, which was a bit strange. Not so down she, to you. Yep. <laughs> she opens the door. Well, she, first she looks through the like the little spy hole in the door, and it's her brother. Then uh, I mean, she opens. Sorry. How would they do that? <laughs> I don't know. When they suddenly start can change people. <clears throat> we'll never know, Paul. <sighs> It's a plot hole that hasn't, will never be explained. There's been like four fucking films. <laughs> Not including the remakes. There's been about six of there was, this. There was two short films before this as well. Address it. <laughs> <laughs> when did they start doing shape-shifting? <laughs> I don't know. Next show we get the director on, see if he can shed some life. Oh, we had six attempts. <laughs> <laughs> right anyway yeah so she opens the door her brother's not there it's a bit strange so she goes into a house and hides under her covers and uh she puts tv on and it's like this nature probe i don't know and it starts going whatever the noise is, and it gets stuck on a weird face so she's under her covers chills out her hand and teddy bears in there and all of a sudden she opens up her covers has a look under and there's just this face she gets dragged away, never to be seen again, as we know. And that's the end of that little segment, which is segment three. I think we're on segment four now, which is segment four called, it is called Toyama. Toyama, I think. Pretty sure I'm not pronouncing that right. But. So segment four. Did it come up on the screen, segment four? Yeah. Well, I didn't say segment four. It just gives the title of it. Fuck, I missed all this. <laughs> <laughs> what film have I watched? Yeah, as the scene ends, it goes blank. The name appears. Yeah, it goes black and it has that Japanese yeah. writing in it. And then it says, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. See, we got Yeah, yeah I remember now. Yeah, so the next scene is uh, her boss, the uh, is it where the uh, caretaker, not caretaker, the, the uh, nurse boss, person who gave her the job in the first place to go there kind of knocks in uh goes in the house and tries to see if everything's okay because he hasn't heard from them and he sees the mum and she's got kind of hands on her head and he kind of frightened and behind her is uh is it it's rika isn't it i think her name is rika rika yeah yeah rika and she's just there in the corner so he rings the police they appear they like want to take a statement and you've got the people they're ex- they're like the two i suppose detectives uh they ring the husband's phone to see where he is and they hear the noise coming from the uh, the attic so they go up to investigate and the two dead bodies are there yeah the husband and wife who have been missing a while then all it... right so yeah so the dead bodies are still up there yeah yep. they can't get rid of the bodies yeah they can drag this other person through the bed into like somewhere <laughs> i mean is she just under the bed <laughs> i don't know she's in the I'm abyss saying either they want to be all in and have these superpowers or not because <laughs> you can't just leave them in the loft one minute but then be appearing in beds dragging people through beds to another sort of dimension in the next scene <laughs> it's just a lack of consistency with this film it is a bit odd I'm not... you're not a shareholder Nick you know I'm right <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm not Nick do you want to explain this whole space dimension gravity flex thing Nick as you are the teacher of 
I could, but even I can't make sense of this film. Cool, yeah, keep it that way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we don't get enough information to make sense of it. Cool. That's, that's my resting state. I cannot explain this one, I'm afraid. Anyway, yeah, so she's in hospital, her friend appears, who, I can't remember her friend's name. It's not Hitomi, is it? Was it? I think it's Hitomi. Was that the teacher? No, that's her friend. Yeah, the teacher, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's her friend, the teacher, yeah. Yeah, she was done by bad luck, wasn't she, really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> she was. That she was. Yeah, she's talking to a friend, the uh, the detective arrives and he wants to speak to her, so her friend goes off. And he's like, uh, what happened to the boy, to the detective? What boy? His name was Toshi. And it turns out uh, it was the... Um, uh, he explained that the boy was... Uh, the son of the original couple that got killed, I think it was like three years ago, who's been missing, all that stuff. But that's explained a bit later. So the detective gets a call, he goes off, and they um they try and find the sister. And they basically explain that uh his family like she they can't find her and the security guard is also dead. So it's like that's kind of a dead end. She's missing, the security guard's dead. And then um he's looking through old news articles and that when he realised the boy is Toshia who's been killed and they kind of just look for the evidence of the uh then it cuts to which is a little bit important because it was a bit difficult to spot later on but it cuts to the old detective for the old case for the first murder with his daughter who later on his daughter appears as a schoolgirl, but that's not explained I, th- I think the only mention later on is a little picture in the background of her dead father and her mum talks about her father but yeah doesn't it doesn't explain much but we find out a bit later uh so basically the two other detectives on the current case want him to help them for the older case because more people died in the house and he was the only one left because all these other all the other police officers involved in the old case had died or something uh so kind of uh cuts a bit later to it's a strange thing because i didn't really understand it i still don't understand it where this guy like in a washroom is washing his hands and he looks under and there's a dead body and I believe that dead body is uh, uh thing is a boss uh, Rika's boss it looks like him I'm not sure if it is him but it does look like him so we don't know how he died he just appeared dead that was a strange scene it was very short as well yeah because yeah, I, I... I thought like uh, when that scene popped up, I thought like I missed something. I thought yeah, like, so did I. Oh, shit, like uh, I just accidentally skipped it or something. And, uh, but no, it's just a scene they threw in there. No explanation yeah, after yeah. that. They don't go back to it. It's just yeah, yeah, it's just, yeah it was just yeah. there. Does anyone else remember that scene? A bit confused by it because I was. Mm, well, yeah, I, I remember. Me <laughs> <laughs> and you both remember it. Yes, but it was it was very odd. And that was like another just like. Curveball they threw in there, just like. I mean, stuff. we didn't even get to see him die. He was just dead. Just yeah, went like that. handcuffed or something as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He was just yeah stuck that under there. It was just a bit bizarre altogether. Strange death. Anyway, yeah. So it cuts to the detectives like having a chat, having a look at the CCTV of the uh, hotel room. Yeah. And uh, actually, the only mention of this is when they're actually speaking to the old detective. And the other two detectives come in and say, like, "We found the man who found Rika in the." dead. That's the only mention we get and they all go off to investigate but they, we don't actually show that. That's the only mention of him actually dying. So as the uh, the old detective uh, is still in the room he presses play on the, the recording and he sees the, the uh, I suppose, when, the when... shadow grab the security guard and like drag him into the uh, toilets. Yeah. Then you've got this like a uh, shadow walking towards the camera. 
I mean, this was nothing day trip, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and as the shadow is walking towards the camera, it disappears for a second, then suddenly the head appears. It's just blackness, and these two eyes appear, and that was it. And he's like, he's like really frightened by it. Yeah, you would be. <laughs> I'd be so scared I'd go to the house where they're from. <laughs> uh, next scene is a. Uh, I'll stop it after this bit because we're pretty far into the film now. Uh, next scene is when she's in bed. Rika's in bed. I believe it's Rika. And she wakes up and the boy's just staring at her. Then as she looks up, this the dead wife is just like over, like hanging over, her, just staring at her as well. Which was a strange thing because they didn't hurt her. They didn't kill her. They didn't do anything. I thought this was quite freaky, the same. It was very... I mean, if you woke up to that, you would be freaked out. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I suppose the only difference to this film, to the American, is the original wife who got murdered isn't as evil, isn't like the evil thing in this. She's almost seeking to get help from the people she kind of, I suppose, takes yeah. or kills. Um, <laughs> it goes uh, a bit into that later on where the uh, woman looks through her eyes and... It's more than seeking help from her husband, but unknowingly she kills everyone she touches because it's the curse. Whereas in the American version, it's not like that at all. It's she is evil. A yeah, subtle difference. A subtle difference. Yeah, they just focus on her, really, don't they? Yeah, that's right. Because uh, yeah, I mean, at the end of this, you find out it's that your evil thing in the house is the original husband. Yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah. So it cuts to the uh, original detective in the house with uh, two fuel cans who obviously wants to burn the place because he's had enough and as it, this is a, this is a really strange scene because unknowing to now but this scene when he's in the house and suddenly the lights appear is almost like a, it's not a flashback but it's a, it fast forwards in time to later on when his daughter's grown up again it's a bizarre scene um, so he, he opens the door and his daughter his daughter his like future daughter's there who kind of runs out the house um as he goes up to investigate, he sees like a group of girls, uh, school girls, in the uh, in one of the rooms by the wardrobe, and suddenly it cuts out, and the lights go out, and it fades back to this woman, the grudge creature, crawling along the floor, making the noise. And the two other detectives come out. He runs off. The dad runs off, and this creature comes down the stairs, and basically, well, kills them, takes them, whatever. And yeah, and that's the end of that segment. So thoughts before we switch over to the remake? Because <laughs> you don't really, because these segments are like not linear and switched about, you don't really know what's happening until you've watched the whole film. Yeah. So I mean, you kind of because that scene would make no sense until the until you watch the next segment of the film, which is about the schoolgirls later on. Because it's set over several years, not it's not set in one like week or whatever. Yeah, even then it didn't really make sense. <laughs> <laughs> it made sense to me, at least. I could make. I made sense. No, I, I feel like you've put bits into what you think should be added in to make the story <laughs> make sense. I have. If you were to rewatch it now, it would, it would it would all make sense. I don't know if I could rewatch it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I know, I know, fuck that. Because I'm sort of I'm sort of raising points, and you're sort of justifying it by things that weren't even shown. <laughs> the poop was in there, trust me. So I think you've kind of added bits in to make it make sense. And... I haven't, the listeners will understand. I have not added stuff in. Well, they understand that, you know, there's a curse in a house, <laughs> but the curse can also just fuck off to hotels or flats or anywhere it wants. 
goes looking after house while they're not there <laughs> because I know because the dad's the bad guy, but they're also little brats because they're killing about thirty people. <laughs> when he's only killed two, you got the grandma downstairs shitting herself. But they're not bothered about. They're do go down and help her or put her out of misery. But instead, they're fucking off to yeah. flats trying to pretend to be people to kill innocent people that really don't know nothing but walked in a house. <laughs> I mean, that's the grudge, isn't it? <laughs> who, who have they got a grudge against? Just anyone. Anyone in that house, basically. Or who leave the house. Oh, yeah. Anyone the who pop- enters that house is cursed, basically. Yeah, apart from the people that are in the house when they're out of the house. Fucking <laughs> off to hotels or flats or wherever they're at. It's just all about timing, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, what about a postman? Hmm? Postman get done at all? They must get post. <laughs> but he doesn't go inside the house, see? That's the difference. See, again, you're justifying things... <laughs> It fell right into my fucking trap there, Nicholas. <laughs> <laughs> my work here is done. You like it? Uh, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> hey, Nick, here's yeah. a little... Oh, guys, here's a little fun fact. How many people were killed in the first film? Um, the remake. The remake. remake. So, How many people were, were actually killed? Not in real life. I'm on no, about no, like, in the film. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um... How many people are killed or how many people died? Don't Google that shit, Nick. No, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. You need to guess. I'm guessing. Guess now. Um, is this including suicide? Yeah, it's including everything. So everyone that died in the film. Death. I reckon five. Right, you say five, four. Mikey? I'm going to say four. Right, that's lesser. Nick? Uh, <laughs> what, one, two, I'm going to say three. Dude, fucking hell. Did you guys even watch? I'm on about the remake here, not the, not like the whole, the original. I oh, know, actually, oh. you know, the real, because the boyfriend, the detective. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, uh, okay, yeah, yeah. I see what you have. Mikey? So, what, seven? Right, lucky number Still seven. going one less Nick. every time. <laughs> I'm going to say nine. <laughs> I didn't actually hear what you said. I was trying to think, like, think about it. Nine. Twelve, isn't it? Twelve. Twelve. Yeah, twelve people. I suppose this is including the original family, I'm guessing. Yeah, the three. The yeah, three, yeah. like, the three at the start. Does it include the cats? Like, no, just human beings, my friend. Just human beings. Yes, okay. that's quite a lot of people. So who did you have then? You had. Uh... You had like okay. You had the three, the three family, little yeah. kid, Toshio, his mother, Kayako, and his father. And then you have the guy that Kate fell off the the the, the hotel balcony thing. Yeah, he was played by Bill Pullman. Hey, and you've got Pierre, 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 and then you've got Yoko. You yep. get struck up the attic, That's and then Emma's killed off screen and found dead in her bed. Yep. You remember that? Emma's, and then you got Matthew. Can't remember Matthew's bit. I'm just reading this. Um, and his wife Jennifer. Yeah, so that's eight people. Um, and then Matthew's sister. That's nine killed. Uh, killed by Kayoko. And then Alex, number ten. More who else by the ghost got that, that security guard as well gets whacked doesn't he or is that in the first one I think that, that's that's in the original isn't it no that's in the original no 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 that is in the remake that is in the remake no no in the remake he doesn't die he um he walks it's... past yeah he walks past oh, the uh, thing ah. that comes out after Detective Nakawaga is 11 and then Karen's boyfriend Dag is the last person to die in film at 12 Obviously, I just read that just now on little fun facts about the grudge. And I thought out of every fun fact that I'm looking on this website, that was the most entertaining, non-boring thing there was. <laughs> so, yeah. 
Well, just fall that out. Yeah, well, okay. That's great. I enjoyed that. Yay. That worked. Yay. No, it's good. No, it's interesting. <laughs> I mean, that in the original, then. Oh, fuck me. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Quite a lot, I think. Anyway, back to the remake. Yo. So, oh, any thoughts? Oh, no, I already asked that question. Never mind. All right, uh, so back to the remake. So, uh, Buffy's husband, what was her name again? Sir. So, oh, Davis. Hey, were they Karen married? Davis. I don't mean her husband, sorry. I meant her boss. Um, oh. Karen Davis's boss comes in, exactly like what just happened in the uh, original. This is where the films uh, kind of take two different directions at this point. So a boss comes in, uh he finds them both he rings the police like the uh like the original. They're kind of investigating and he's basically uh looking through pictures and stuff. I mean not much interest. He goes upstairs where he finds a phone and he finds some hair and he looks up in well, this is where he's in the wardrobe, he doesn't ring him this time. So he looks up into the attic. He looks around. Not only does he find the two dead bodies but you also find something else. Does anyone remember what that is? Um. <laughs> it was I'm a jaw. Kidding. It was half a jaw. The lower part of the jaw. Which was... Uh, is part of the uh, first care worker. Which comes back later on. Yeah, that was fucked up. That was... This is this is where the rest of her jaw was, people. Oh, oh shit. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Because you remember she turns around later on... Just got just oh, that big, big tongue. Yeah, it changes everything. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah it's a little tongue hanger now, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. It's all now. So, yeah, so it, it makes a little bit of sense, just a little thing. So, yeah, so she they find half her jaw. Um, next scene is when Karen Davis is in hospital with her boyfriend. And they're just saying, all right, all that. And the detective comes in and asks her pretty much the same question. How was the boy? The, what have you been doing? Doesn't he show her the photo here? Of the family. Yeah, with the face missing. She goes, that's the kid, that's the kid. Yes, that's right, yeah. Has she not seen the photo like previous? She has, yes. So why is she so astonished by this? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> good, that was a good point. Because, yeah, she first finds a photo in the house. That's what I thought. But yeah. now she's acting like that's the first time she's ever seen it. And whatever happened to this journal? Did they look into the journal more? No, I don't think so. Okay. I don't remember it at this, at this point. Well, the because she found the journal. She started to read it. It went crazy. And she goes, oh, there was a journal. And he's like, oh, there's a journal. And that was it. Just get the journal. Yeah. So anyway, uh, next scene is um, where the detectives are talking about they can't find his sister. Um, so they say get the surveillance footage. And this is another flashback, which they don't explain, of her sister working in the office uh, by herself. Literally, the office is empty. There's no one. So she's obviously worked late at night. She gets a call, and it makes a strange noise, so she puts her phone down. Then she looks down the stairs, and this thing's crawling up the stairs. And as she opens the door, the thing grabs her keys or something, so she runs and slams the door. Mm. And she runs to the security guard, who's again has got a massive uniform that doesn't fit him. <laughs> And the hat's twice as big as it was last time. <laughs> I think that's relevant. I do. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Um, so he goes off investigating. She watches him look at all the doors. Uh, this is where he enters, and in that scene, he enters a door. He comes back out and walks off. And that's when the uh, that same instance, the uh, the shadow of the ghost comes out and starts walking to her, and she runs off. So the security guard doesn't die in this one. He he gets away. Hmm. So yeah, she sprints off, she runs out, gets a cab uh, to her apartment. Again, she goes, this time there was no woman wanting to get in with her. She goes up the elevator, pretty much scene for scene. 
uh, she, as she's going up. Uh, all the floors you see the little boy because she's got her eyes closed so she doesn't see that. Enters her apartment, uh, kind of, she's not doing much, she's just trying to, uh, just having a sit down. And then her brother rings her, pretty much the same scene from the original. And uh, she's, again, like, <laughs> she goes out there, well she looks for the spy, sees her brother, opens the door, he's not there. I mean, I suppose the only thing to explain this scene, if you was to. No. <laughs> is that at this point he's dead and ghosts so that's why he looks like he's a ghost what so he would come back to fuck up his sister yes no <laughs> just no he wouldn't why would he do that for because apparently all ghosts are evil in this film no only only in the house <laughs> only in the house <laughs> yeah, it's the whole they've got a bit of a beginning it explains everything about <laughs> it's like the crow. <laughs> oh, it's okay, Paul. It's okay. Fuck, it's fucking not, is it? <laughs> so far from okay. I used to love this film, <laughs> and now I don't even understand it. <laughs> Do you feel like you understood it the first time around? You watched it ever? Oh, sorry. I just, I just accepted it for what it was. Yeah. Bunch That's of scary kids going around making cat noises. <laughs> now I don't know what the hell it is, <laughs> what the point of it is. If they fly, if they just, if they get, did they get a cab following the cab? The I cab was know. a ghost. Was the yeah? Did, were they driving the cab? Was the cab driver a ghost as well? Was in on it? You know what used to happen in this film? I think the Ghostbusters need to get involved. <sighs> they just don't just. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know, you know when you just know you're right. <laughs> I know I'm right with this one. I really am. It's just just lazy, isn't it? No pun intended. <laughs> but it's just... It's, 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 the whole thing's about this house. Yeah. And now it's if you look at it online to buy it, they'll fuck you up. You know, if your neighbours, they'll fuck you up. <laughs> if someone even mentions the street, they'll fuck you up. Mm-hmm. You know someone it's just there's no end <laughs> it should just be if you go in the house they kill you i think you know? like um something that michael posted which is makes a little bit more sense of it if you go by what he, it says in this little paragraph about like the curse uh once you enter the house the curse is with you until you die basically it's no matter where you are, who you are, it never forgets. It's always with you. It's a bit out of order, though, isn't it? It's a little bit, yeah. It's like, like it's not your fault. <clears throat> Why they should have left, like, someone should have burnt the house down. I just think they were wrongly killed, yeah, yeah. by the dad slash husband. Yeah. I don't understand why they're killing everyone because of this. It's to do yeah. with, like, the old ancient Japanese, like, thing, like, if someone dies through either a lot of pain or a lot of um, a lot of hate or a lot of um, I can't remember the other word they used but basically it creates this curse so it goes along the line like because this was such a tragedy how he killed them and why he killed them in the, well, going back to that in the first one because in the second one he kills them because <laughs> that wasn't even a fucking thing <laughs> I'm sorry I just something pops into my head in the, this is related to what I was saying in the second one <laughs> The reason he kills his family is because she was having an affair with the guy that jumps off and kills himself in the beginning. That's the reason he kills him. In the, in the original, that didn't happen. I'm not too sure why he killed 
At least I, I don't think the same thing happened. Unless it did and I just didn't get it. Yeah, more likely that explanation. I'm guessing it was, I'm guessing <laughs> None it, of us it was the same thing. Like they, apparently she was cheating on him and I'm guessing they use that for both films. It just it was explained better in the second one than it was the first one, I think. Anyway, yeah. going back. It's even more confusing, isn't it? <laughs> so, alright, he shouldn't have killed her, but she cheated on him. Yeah, she cheated so he on ki- him. He killed her, yeah. but she was wrongly wronged. <laughs> oh, so wrongly wronged, so she was like then cursed with her kids. Yeah. But she cheated. Yeah, she cheated, he found out. So he murdered his whole family. Could himself, yeah. I'm guessing. Which is over the top. Which is a bit over the top. It's not how you handle those situations. But uh, because it was such a horrible and act, their family got cursed. And that's why, I presume, I don't know. Anyway, going back to the <laughs> remake. So her brother appears, she opens the door. He's not there. So the door slams shut. Uh, she gets back into a bed under the covers. This time she doesn't turn on the TV. But she finds like a rabbit's foot or something. Which was just yeah. completely like what? That was on her key rings, though. You know, it's, it's oh, that like... was on her key ring. Okay, I was wondering where those appeared from. <laughs> that's that's the bit in this film that made you go what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is the only bit. That that's that's the bit that got you the rabbit's foot. <laughs> the rabbit's foot, yeah, because I didn't know where it came from. <laughs> okay, <laughs> the rabbit's foot appears. She throws it away. <laughs> Everything else makes complete. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> to a certain degree, yes. Because you keep making up bits of the story for yourself. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. It's okay, so yeah. So she, so again, the same scene happens. She lifts her covers up and that monster's there. That woman's there. It's like, oh no, I'm dead. She disappears <laughs> to the bed sheets of something or I don't know where she goes. Yeah, good scene though. Good scene, yeah. Like, on, like, on a horror sort of like vibe it's it's very powerful scenes they um they always do it if you want to get a good death scene you do it in someone's bed that's the scariest thing that's like your safe place that really fucks people thinking that you could go to bed and get killed because i like watch horror film you usually had the bed don't well yeah that's the thing That's, that's known as people's safe places so if you show horror films where people get attacked in their own home or their own bed that's what generally fucks up your um head more because yeah, that's what you view as your safe places. Yeah, it's more safer than your bed. Nothing. So, so there you go. So anyway, yeah. So she's gone, and then it cuts to the the restaurant scene where her boyfriend is working in the restaurant, which is completely empty, mind you. Well, yeah. Did he? This we'll get into this. They lived in America, yeah. And he's gone out there for this job in this restaurant, which has got no fucking customers whatsoever. No customers. No. And he can just walk up and go, "Can I go over?" And the guy goes, "Yeah, that's cool." <laughs> yeah. So yeah, gonna have the rest of the day off. <laughs> yeah, just that's that's it. That's all I got about that. That that wouldn't happen in Japan because that's why they all got their nets on buildings and everything because they overwork, man. You can't leave work because otherwise you're going to be jumping to your suicide. That's that's just, that's just a little fact about Japan, isn't it? It's like no, like yeah. you can't just walk out. They're, 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 they're very serious over there with their jobs yeah that's what that's what I was trying to yeah. say they're serious man there's no way in hell he would have been able to just leave work like that <laughs> no. whether you yeah nah so far as the restaurant was completely empty as well there's like no customers well, yeah his, anyway. his job is he's just sitting there at a table smoking <laughs> pretty much that's his Taking fucking days he's, off. Just, he's just sitting there in the window smoking going oh can I go home now it's like, what the fuck are you even doing? You're sitting in the window smoking. This is your job. Yeah. He's, he's a waste man. Yeah. 
Paul does not like the boyfriend. Still uh, Anyone else on the boyfriend before we move on from this scene? <laughs> She's better off with Angel. He looks after her better. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that series ended on a cliffhanger. I'm so annoyed. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so... <laughs> She's frightened, she doesn't know what to do, so she gets her boyfriend and they just sitting on a bus for a bit and he's basically, she's blinking at her, he's like, like, what's wrong and all that? And they start talking, she doesn't really talk, she's scared about yeah. the house and it was like a little scene. Little scene. Little scene. Little scene. Little color well, she saw, she saw it in the window, didn't she? Yeah. yeah it was her reflection and it suddenly went to the old, I don't know, is it called the grudge? The grudge is... Um... I suppose the grudge is the curse. It's, yeah, I suppose it would be called the grudge. In the window and they were like, ugh. And that was the end of that. <laughs> yeah, a yeah, little thing I found. The grudge describes a curse that is born when someone dies in the grip of a powerful rage or extreme sorrow. The curse is an entity created where the person's died. Those who encounter the, encounter the evil supernatural force die. The curse is reborn repeatedly. Passed from victim to victim in an endless growing chain of horror. Alright, so, yeah. yeah. Everyone that this thing kills, yeah. is that not that? Yes. So basically, it'll kill someone, and they'll come back and kill someone, and they'll come back and kill someone. So it's a never-ending curse. Ugh. <laughs> a shit version of life. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so moving on. Uh, next thing is a shower scene where she's in the shower, and as she's washing her hair, a um, hand appears out the back of her head, and she's, like, all frightened. Then it cuts to her boss... I mean, why? Why was um? Why was she not killed straight away? Why did they prolong her? Uh, no comment. <laughs> Don't know. Oh, he's got you. Yeah. Because the other one literally just went in there, went home, got in bed, meant no harm. Yeah. And just got chased to a hotel, got chased home, what killed. Was... What's what's old um? I mean, it made more sense in the original for the main character not to die than it did in this. Yeah, what's Karen done apart from? Because again, in the original, she was. She just wanted to help the grudge, the woman. Whereas in this, she didn't. She just wanted to kill her. But yeah, it, it, it doesn't. I don't know. That's what I'm gonna say. I don't honestly don't know. Check fucking mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I do not know. Yes. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So next scene is when her boss is walking down the stairs at work. As he's walking down halfway, he sees a little boy in the corner. Looks back, he's not there. Then he sees um this woman kind of uh, kind of walking along slowly. He's like, "Hello, are you there?" He ignores her. Then he kind of um says a name, which I think he thinks it's the old the uh first care worker who went to the house. He says a name. She just like slowly turns round. There's blood on the floor. He slips, mm. and as she turns round, half of her face is missing. Yeah, this was fucked up. And her massive tongue just hanging out the bottom of her. Oh, head as well. <laughs> that was a good scene. That was that was a yeah. That was a good scene. Yeah. Again, that links back to the attic scene where they find the police find half her jaw in the attic. So that all links up nicely. Hmm. Um, I'm not sure sure where to end this part and go back to the original. I suppose I carry on a little bit longer because again, the, both films are different from this point. I'll carry on a little bit longer. Our next scene is when uh, Karen Davis looks at the uh starts looking in like uh what's the word starts investigating and then looks online to the house and it's like she finds out that uh some people died there and it was the little kid and the family were murdered there by her husband 
then at the same time there's like a news article under that American guy throws himself off a uh, balcony and that was the guy who she the wife cheated on in the first place to start all this. Uh, next scene is when the police officer is looking at the CCTV of the uh, security guard looking around and as he walks away the uh, the ghost appears walking along pretty much scene from scene and it appears on the camera with the eyes wide open kind of makes you a little bit jump scary I suppose. Then he's like well, I suppose then it cuts back to the um, Karen Davis who leaves a note for her boyfriend so I'll be home soon yada yada. So she goes off investigating uh, what happens to her husband's death uh, husband being the American guy that threw him off the balcony she finds her, his widow and just they talk about him basically uh, not much happens Again, it was a, a strange scene I suppose it does it make much sense to you guys I suppose uh, the only thing that this scene shows is when she's looking through her husband's the guy's pictures um, in the background of all the pictures is this is the, I suppose the grudge the woman you know, like hidden in each of the background um, yeah. I suppose then it cuts there's a flashback after this to the guy um, to the American guy who threw, him off, who threw himself off the bleh, 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 bridge bridge? bridge yeah. <laughs> balcony yeah, balcony, sorry. <laughs> Threw himself on the balcony. He goes back to, he like, goes to the house. He finds the boy who's kind of cut and bruised. Yeah. Doesn't know where his parents are, but all the pictures are torn up. So he has a look around. And it kind of cuts to where he's looking outside the window and the boy opens his mouth and starts screaming cats, pretty much. Mm. Yeah. Uh, then um, it cuts again to, I think I'll finish it off very soon, this part at least. Um, Karen Davis going back to the detective and t- they basically talk about her husband, this guy, being involved in the murder. And he said he'll investigate it. Then as he's investigating it, um, he finds a picture of all the old police that were involved in the original investigation and he kind of like, this is it, I've had enough. So he goes off to the house with two cans of fuel, I suppose, to burn the house down. And as he's around the house, he's kind of a... his noise, so he immediately... Well, he's a child screaming, which... If I was... If I knew there were ghosts there or some strange entity there, and I was... My sole mission was to burn down that house. No matter what I would hear in the house, I would still burn it down. Yeah. Disagree? Would you... you, If you'd heard a child crying or something, would you have gone to investigate, or would you just burn down the house? Yeah, just do it, wouldn't you? Just Just fuck this place. You know there were ghosts there. You know there were spirits there. Yeah, so, it sounds like he's gone already. Someone's just fucking <laughs> yeah. him on his way. Cremate him at the same time. Great, great. Yeah. But yeah, so um, he goes to investigate. He finds a child in the bath, and he kind of gets tricked, and there's something jumps up behind him and kind of basically, I suppose, drowns him. Is that well? Yeah. And yeah, I think I'll I'll leave that there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and go back to the original. Any thoughts on the uh, remake so far? Um, <laughs> okay, at this point of the films, silence is all. <laughs> what yeah. What are you preferring to watch? I know you guys probably didn't like. I'd actually, I don't know your opinions on the films, but uh, 
<laughs> Which one do you prefer? I time? I didn't I didn't you know what the funny thing is I actually didn't like the yeah. I actually in this one I actually preferred the Sermonship the remake. The only yeah. reason I say that the, I'm not saying the storyline or anything like that. Yeah. I'm just saying to me it was more horror in the sense of I I had it on in the dark watching it and like you know it would make me jump kind of thing. In the first one. I just don't think it had that scariness to it, to be honest. Yeah. Makeup or anything. I don't know. When I watched the first one today, it was just, um, yeah, I didn't think it had that scariness yeah. to it. As I thought the ser- the sec- the remake was a little bit more jumpy, maybe, or a little bit more... More that- refined. Yeah. In yeah. their scare. Well, the things seem to have more of a budget for... Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Everything like Even, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the makeup was better, the special effects was better in the remake. Again, it was done two years later with a bigger budget, we're guessing. Yeah. I'm guessing that's why he, the director, went and did the Hollywood version. Yeah. I'm guessing because it was a low budget. The first film was a very low budget. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hellfire, yeah. And I'm guessing he was given the opportunity to redo it, like, with a bit yeah. more mad- uh, budget. Because I, I think the film in the first week on DVD sales made, like, about... Nine million yeah, yeah, dollars, ten million yeah. dollars, and then up to date just now, like it's made twenty million in comparison to his um, first film, um, Duon. Like so, yeah. Um, I think I don't know. Maybe I, I'm not saying that's the reason why. He, I'm just saying he had more money with the Hollywood um, play about with. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you was a director and someone asked you to make the same film but with a bigger budget, you'd probably say yes. To yeah, extent. of course you. Of course you would. Especially as it's to a completely different audience. Yeah, exactly. It's not like it was a uh, he wanted to make the same film for the same audience. It was a completely different audience. Yeah, which is more interesting. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll talk about that more about that later. But yeah, different audience, bigger budget. So I kind of I think we can understand why I said yes to remake it, even though it was yeah. only two years down. The well, line. the thing is, this I think the thing is that this director, like he's he's done films, but I don't know if, unless you're like like you're 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 fans of these B movies. I think I'm looking at them just now, yeah, and I think um, all his films are mainly the Grads, all the Grads, well, Grads one and two, and that's what started his well his directing. He used to write apparently for quite a few films, yeah. and then he went into directing. Um, but then when I'm looking at the names of these, I'm not saying because I don't know them, they're not popular over there or anything like that. Um, I mean, he's definitely more of a, a Japanese uh, director than he. Yeah. Than he is like a Western big name. It seems he just he stayed at home more because again I'm looking at the list and I'm not recognizing anything. I think the only thing I recognize apart from the garage is uh, Kiki's delivery service, which. Was hey, a, dude! Yeah, whoa, whoa! I was just going to say that. Yeah, book. yeah. Um, yeah, the, but that was that wasn't the Studio Ghibli no, one. No, that no, was no. like a, even, um, an adaption of that. A, like, a live yeah, action. Yeah. I didn't even know this existed until I looked at this list. I didn't. I didn't know there was a live action. Yeah, it was. It wasn't the Studio Ghibli one. No, it, no, it was no. the live action one. Yeah, that's basically. Which was only made that's... two years ago. Again, I've not seen. It. I didn't know it was a thing. Again, I love the Studio Ghibli one. I do love Studio Ghibli, but yeah, probably that's something I'll watch maybe one day. I don't know, depending on how the trailer looks. Yeah, I mean, did he, um, did he do Shock Labyrinth? He did Shock Labyrinth 3D, apparently. I've not seen that's that. That's cool. Shock Labyrinth is good. Is that, have you seen that then, Paul? Yeah. I used to be big into this shit. Ah. Shock Labyrinth. Yeah. Mm. Is it Japanese? Ah. Yeah, I used to, I, yeah, I used to only watch like Japanese horror. Ah, okay. So yeah, so, yeah. fairly familiar with 
this genre of film then? Because yeah, mean, Japanese horror is completely different to Western horror. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you probably wouldn't believe it, but I prefer it to be honest. I can see why. Like, I like. I again, I I do like I watching a lot of Japanese a, stuff. I think the American one makes more sense, but I think there's a purity that comes with the Japanese one. Yeah. Which I enjoy more. Yeah, I think at this point like, I do prefer the original only because I don't know. I mean, I like the fact it's none. It doesn't make much sense. That's something I always and I, I like to be in a film when I'm watching it. Um, I like to be like I, I don't like to predict what's going to happen next. Like with a lot of Hollywood films, you can almost predict what's happening next. Yeah. Whereas with yeah. this film, because it's so uh-huh. non-linear. And, in segments you don't know what's happening at any stage until you've watched the whole film I think I like the aspect about this film that's why I'm currently preferring it to the Hollywood but I do prefer the special effects and the, the more refined horror in the Hollywood yep. remake anyway moving back to the original any other points or shall we continue continue continue, continue. Good, okay. right so um, back to the original now and we are in the next chapter oh sorry segment as I like to call it which is number five, I think. I think it's Izumi. Mumbo uh, number five. <laughs> I love that song. <laughs> yeah, um, so it starts off with um, three schoolgirls. Um, they kind of walk in the street as they see like a missing poster and all that. Um, and they go back to school and they're looking for their pictures. So some sort of school trip happens. Yeah. And they couldn't find any of their pictures. So they ask one of the teachers and he's like, I don't know. <laughs> I'll send the films off again see what I can find. Uh, so... One of the schoolgirls runs off by herself and runs home. And uh, in the news, and as she's home, her her mum's there just kind of staring at a picture. And you see, again, this is why it makes sense later on. This is the the uh, daughter of the original detective uh, that has obviously died. And I think he went crazy and killed himself. Or I think the things got him. But yeah. So this is this is where uh, earlier in the film, where the original detective was trying to burn down the house and the lights appeared and he saw the schoolgirls. that was his daughter so it was like a, a flash forward so again this is this film set over a period of years so back to that um, you know so she goes home you see the picture of her father on the uh, on the little desk and she's kind of she's kind of panicking she kind of I don't know she fears something's wrong uh, and pretty much next scene is when the her two friends get the pictures off of uh, the uh, teacher go around to her house yeah her mum appears who looks a bit strange and as they enter her uh, friend's room she's kind of closed all the windows like stuck uh, newspapers over it so no one can see in she's kind of like in a hood just stuck in her bed acting all crazy she won't tell them what's wrong then she eventually say because um, they were her friends who disappeared on the uh, wanted uh, missing poster and she basically explains what happens to them basically they went to the house had a like uh she didn't really want to go in but her friends did so they went around had a look and they got she was frightened so she ran off and her friends went missing but we see them they got taken up and killed by the strange thing there so her friends leave the house they walk out and uh they start looking at the pictures and they realize in all the pictures the eyes are like blacked out of all the ones that have been cursed not those two weren't cursed but uh, a friend is and the ones that have gone missing were mm-hmm. and they run off they leave the pictures uh Next scene is back with the original schoolgirl. Uh, she's kind of at home. She sees the light on. She's, she goes into the room and her dad's there. Turns out she's dreaming. And then um, she opens the windows, looks through it, and the little boy's there. So she panics, runs away, and her uh, 
school friends are trying to grab her. So they eventually get, well, they don't actually get her, they just panic her. And yeah. As she's like behind some sort of cabinet or something, while well, she's sitting in front of it, something grabs her and pulls her into the cabinet. And this is a rather strange scene. As it zooms into the cabinet, you see the two little heads of her dad and her there, just in the back of the cabinet, like really small. <laughs> yeah. Which is a bit bizarre. It's like, are they locked in there? Or... Strange. Anyway, that's the end of that segment. We're on, I think we're on the last segment, which is uh, Kayoka. I don't even know how to pronounce that right. Um, back to, I suppose, later, later years of when the original... Rika, who's probably working full-time now at the uh, care home, as she's on the phone to someone, there's this old guy in the building behind her kind of playing peekaboo or something, but he's, he's not, there's nothing there. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think that was like one of my favourite scenes, actually. Yeah, it was It was a good scene, I think, I think. Cause... He's sort of like, uh, it's like, at first it looks like he's sort of like perving over her. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Then uh, the guy comes <laughs> up and starts playing peekaboo with like, no, go away. Um, so yeah, as these as she's wheeling him along, he's playing pickleball the whole time. Then it cuts to a scene of a carer and an old person opening the door, and you see the child in the reflection next to the wheelchair. I think it's a good scene. Yeah, yeah it definitely was a good scene. But uh, how comes the old dude can see him? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> this is what I was a bit like. I was just like, so I thought, okay, maybe this is like some granddad or something of the family or. Then I was just like, uh, yeah, okay. I, honestly, I don't know. Yeah, so then it was just a bit bizarre. That just like threw me again when I was watching. I was just like, <laughs> okay, I've missed another section here. Like, uh. <laughs> yeah, it didn't make much sense. Yeah, yeah. These little things could have tied in nicely as well. But I yeah. mean, it ties in sense like how the how he's. I suppose the only reason he can see him is because you know later on in the film she puts her hands up by her her eyes and he can see her, or she can yeah. see her. The old man was doing that so he could see the little kid. I'm guessing yeah. that's the only bit that ties in. So it must have just like by accident one day. Yeah, and then, yeah. Oh, see, so if you want to see ghosts, just put your, ha- I, um, your hands by your eyes. I'm not seeing anything, but you know, maybe one day. <laughs> Next, nothing in my house. <laughs> nothing in my house either. Next scene is when she's in the shower. Exact same scene happens. She's washing her hair and a uh, hand appears. Uh, then she meets her friend. Cut to her meeting a friend on the little bridge. They have a discussion. They have a little like uh, dinner date. And as she's uh, having sitting out like this cafe, she feels like something brush her leg, which is a cat. Mm-hmm. Then she looks under the table when that kid's there, and she screams. And after that, she goes home and takes a nap, pretty much. Well, no, her mate. Um, don't know. Her mate says that she's a school teacher and she's got to do a visit because one kid hasn't <laughs> did school. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Which ties in nicely. It does. It helps the plot of the story. It does. It's bad timing as well. That not <laughs> oh, good, <out>. yeah. <laughs> and a little visits when she does it herself. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so, um, so yeah. Uh, just before that happens, though, as uh, Rika is dreaming, she wakes up in the middle of the night and there's just a bunch of cats in her room just sleeping. She's like, oh, damn. It was a dream. So she wakes up and she calls her friend. And obviously they talk about the visit and all that. I'm at the house. So she realises... That it's the house that has the car, so she runs off. And her friend uh, is all on the phone, the boy is sitting there, and as she appears, there's no boy. There's also some weird smoke in that scene as well. Kind of like really dusty smoke. Yeah, they get money's worth, aren't they? I love the smoke. She runs to the house, Uh, she runs like it's all dusty and everything, and there's a conveniently, there's a torch on the floor. She picks up the torch, goes upstairs, and she. uh, 
Wasn't there caution tape? There was, got... yeah, with the police. Well, yeah. It's just probably well, been up there for the fact with the teacher going there? Yeah, it's a pothole. Makes no sense. Would you not think, oh, maybe this kid's not here because something's <laughs> happened at his house, they all live in? Yeah, the police tape's up there. It's been there for years. No one's been in that house for years. Okay. Why would the teacher be? It makes sense. I mean, your point makes sense, not the film. I know. Anyway, yeah, so she enters the room. She goes upstairs. <laughs> she has a look round. She hears noise. And as she opens the cupboard, she just sees two legs dangling. And she hits her friend. She didn't make much effort to save her friend here. She started for good intentions climbing up there. Then her mate started to get dragged away and she just fucking uh, thought fuck it and gave up. Yeah, she's watched her friend get dragged away. (laughs) Then her mate disappeared somewhere and this thing came flying out. Yeah, it came flying out running towards her. So she she ran downstairs and as she ran downstairs she looks at the mirror. Then she has some sort of weird flashback thing where she remembers throughout the time that she looks at her hands. She puts her hands up by her head. And she realizes you can see see the uh, dead woman in the mirror, and I think this is a good scene. Um, the head comes out of her like chest, which was again, if that would happen to you, that would be pretty scary. Yeah, yeah. No, that was a good scare. That one. That was, was good. that was a good scare. Was, I liked it. So she gets all that, frightened. I'm like, oh, sorry. What? Sorry, that was like with that, but you know when she looks in the mirror and then she has the flashbacks, or whatever. Yeah. But then that's like a, like a proper flash. Like that's how they so. Gave a proper flashback. Or... Oh yeah, yeah. You realise that was an actual flashback. Yeah. yeah, and then so I think where you had you had that scene, and then it's just like, all right. So then, yeah, it's just another thing that just confused me for. <laughs> it's just like, okay, sweet. So there are flashbacks going on. Yes. Well, yeah. There are yeah. several different types of flashbacks in this film. Indeed. So, yeah. so she hears after that. She hears and she looks upstairs, and the door opens, and the creature, the dead woman crawling down the stairs making the noise covered in blood it's fairly creepy again yeah and as she's reaching towards her she does the thing with her eyes and it basically just removes all the blood and she basically and I suppose she just sees the woman as a like a friendly thing when she does that again another flashback happens throughout for what she's done like when she's creeped her in bed and in the uh, in the shower and all that she realizes that she's not out to hurt her but then after that, she disappears, and her husband who murdered her family appears, and he kind of just staring at her as little boys in the balcony, well, I suppose on the landing, staring at her, and her hand comes out to her head, and um, pretty much the end of the film. I mean, after that, uh, you have a, a scene of one uh, missing posters with her on it. All the streets yeah. are completely empty for some reason. Then it cuts back to a dark shot in the attic with her... It's not her, it's the wife... In a plastic bag, like crying blood, and her eyes open, and that's literally the end of the film. Yep. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> that's number one done. That is number one. Well, the original done. Right, we'll get through number two, then we can have a little discussion at the end. Yep. Yeah. <coughs> Alright, uh, number two, there isn't much left. Nah. So, where was we? We were. Oh, that's right. The, um, the detective just got drowned. Yeah. Uh, after that, it cuts to uh, a thingy-majiggy, uh, Sarah Michelle Buffy Davis person. She goes back home, wondering where her uh, boyfriend is, who's called Doug. Mm-hmm. Looking around at papers, and there's an answer phone or something. And he's gone to um, that house yeah. for some reason. He's gone to look at the house, because she doesn't know where he is. Sorry, he doesn't know where she is, so he thinks her at the house. Yeah, exactly. So he, she, she's running towards the house and he's looking around the house, kind of scene for scene. 
bit of her running a bit of him. Mm-hmm. And he goes to call her, and this is where the door opens behind him. And as she enters the house, the mum's obviously not there. She's been moved or something. And she hit... <laughs> we, well, we don't know what happens to her. Like After yeah, the police arrive, is... she just disappears. There you go. <laughs> so, yeah, we, do, we, we don't know. We don't know what happens to her. Same with the original, we don't know what happens to her. Just the police arrive and she disappears. Yeah. So... But I suppose that's why there's number two. Not like she didn't say much or do much, so yeah. <laughs> Carted off. That was it. So yeah, she's uh she goes upstairs. She thinks it's her boyfriend talking. As now she goes up the stairs, it is unlike the original. It is a uh, flashback. Um, yeah. And it goes back to the American guy talking about. Well, first he's um. He's at home because obviously he's looking for his mum, the boy's mum, and his boy is playing in the uh, in his room. He's kind of drawing a cat and something, a face or something. Like that. And the boy looks up and just stares at her, but the uh, guy can't see it. He's uh, he's looking where he's she is, but it's kind of like a, a thing where he kind of goes into her, he follows her, he looks around, he knows something's there. And as that's happening, she's following him, and he. He looks in the room and he finds all the pictures that have been torn up, all the faces taken out. And at this point, um, he's looking through the book, which, again, has the only other mention in the film, the little journal. Hey. That comes back for a little second. <laughs> mm. And then he uh, he looks straight into, um, what's her face, uh, Karen Davis's eyes. And, he, and you think he's reaching out to her, but he's not. He goes past. Yeah, because wasn't that, like, because she sort of kneeled down next to him and sort of, like, it was like she would have touched him. Yeah, yeah, that's right, yeah. So then he sort of stands up, she stands up and is like, oh my God, and he's going towards her, but then... Yeah, he kind of backs away. And as he's reaching out on the kind of wardrobe cupboard doors, there's all the faces taken out of pictures just pinned to the uh, drawer with blood. And the book flips open, has like a little ghosty moment, and it uh, opens up and there's just a picture of the eye left in the book. Then uh, flies appear out of nowhere. So he opens the door, goes up into the attic because the like door's been left open. And as he opens it, the um, his uh, lover and that is drops down from there, completely dead. She's not like a monster; she's just a dead body at this moment in the plastic bag. Yeah. He runs off to the kid, and as he goes into the kid's room for some reason, again I don't know why he didn't see it the first time. The husband. Is just hanging there. Yeah, and it's got all that black stuff above him, isn't it? That's right, and the boy's just like swinging him, which was a, a strange scene. Yeah. And then she has a flashback to when her husband murders her and the cat and the son. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's so pretty gruesome. Yes. Yeah, so he like snaps her neck and kills him and all that. And as she's getting out of the house, uh, she looks in the mirror and she sees. Yeah, dead wife. Yeah. Flash pass, and suddenly uh, boyfriend Doug appears. Then there's another flashback to when he kills the cat and all that. Yeah. Then it comes back to her with Doug, and that's when the creature starts crawling downstairs. Pretty much see for scene. Again, they use this completely differently in this film. Yeah, because also when well, so when that uh, when Doug appears, her boyfriend. Yeah. He's like on the floor, and he so because he grabs her leg at first. That's he? right. Yeah. And then so he's like in a bit of a state. She doesn't know what's really going on. Yeah. And then the little lady comes creeping downstairs and she tries, she's like to try to pull him away. Yeah. He pulls him away. She grabs Doug's leg. 
She goes over the top of him and does something to him. Again, she doesn't do anything to help <laughs> her boyfriend. Uh, she tries to get out of the house. This head appears and just slides down the door. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, a strange scene. So she slams the door shut. Looks back at her boyfriend, Doug, and uh, all the windows and everything in the house start shaking. So she uh, goes back to Doug. Uh, like, uh, she kicks over, she holds Doug in her hands and she kicks over the uh, gas can. Yep. And Doug turns into the um, the, the ghost monster thing, the grudge. She, yeah. Because she's right. trying to light the lighter to set the house on fire. Yeah, because she's great. Well, she grabs the lighter out of his pocket, that's goes right. to light it, and then the hand grabs her hand. That's right, yeah. And then that's where it turns into the grudge, right? The, the, the lady. Yes, that's right, yeah. And she manages to throw the lighter. Uh, after that, it cuts to... Cuts, well, cuts to darkness. And then the next scene is when, like, the fire brigade is basically saving the house. Yeah. And they make, a, they make a point of that in a minute about... Uh, they have a little discussion. It's like, we managed to save the house after she's in hospital. But, uh, but then it cuts to after that. Going back to the story. Cuts to a, another detective. Uh, have a look at a uh, dead body in a morgue. Uh, then, for some reason, the guy in the morgue who is talking to the detective it says, "At least we managed to save the house." Which is again, I made a sentence made no sense because why would a person in the morgue talk, say something about a house that was on fire? <laughs> yeah, made absolutely no sense. But I think it's something they wanted in the movie to basically say to the audience the house is still there. But the way they did it made no sense. It's going to be a sequel. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> Yeah, so then um, Karen Davis arrives with a nurse walking towards the morgue. She's like, how does she survive? We don't know, blah, blah, blah. So I leave her alone with the dead body who thinks it's Doug. And as she, um, as she uh, like, opens, tries to open the, the sheet over the dead body, the arm drops down and hair drops down. And behind her is the monster. And as she turns around, you just see a nine. That's the end of the film. Yeah. Like, sequel. Yeah. Sequel. And that is the end of both films. Yeah. Well, you're done. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. It's what, both both films are about an hour and a half each long, aren't they? I think one yeah, was an hour and a half, one was an hour and 40, yeah. so it's a 10 minutes difference. Yeah, I felt like fucking three hours long, those <laughs> I felt like it's taken longer to describe it than watch it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Try to make sense of it while you describe it. <laughs> so, thoughts on both films? What did you prefer? Uh, oh wow, a uh, few good scenes. I liked the original probably overall more, just because um, I didn't know what was going on in either one. So I thought we might as well stick with like one that you got no hope in, know what's going on with. <laughs> oh, the other one. No, there's just things in like the um, in the American one that pissed me off, like. I didn't understand why uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar was uh, still alive for so long. I didn't understand the reasoning for her being alive. It's like Ghost or something was trying to protect her, or I don't know. Yeah, but then at the end, they sort of gave it like they, it killed her. Yeah, that's true. And it just kind of made no sense. She might have just done that 15 minutes in and called it a day. <laughs> Could have done. So, I mean, there's no reason to keep her alive. No. Um, I don't know. I, I suppose I, I picked the original just because, but I, I don't hate him, but I wouldn't, I didn't find it scary. Yeah. 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 You know? Yeah. It's, it's, I, I, it's cool, but I think out of all the ones we're doing in the next, like, for the whole, um, 
Halloween horror sort of ones for October and all that. I just think it's probably. I'm hoping that's the weakest one. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if anyone else before I ramble on because I'm going to talk a bit. So I'll let someone else talk. Oh, oh. Who wants to? I think I've made a lot of my points as we've been plodding through. To be honest. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just a quick thing. Um, I think this film would have been a lot, is a lot scarier as a little kid, like a, as a young person watching it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. Because imagine your ten-year-old self watching The Grudge. Is that how old you were when The Grudge came out, Nick? The it's the, the American one, because you're only a couple of years younger than me, in it. And I think I think I was about fifteen when it came out. Yeah, I'd have been like twelve when The American came out. Uh, yeah, I'd have been what's ten. The, what's the rating for it? Eighteen. Is it? Oh, is it an eighteen? I believe it's so. Yeah. Nah, surely not. It's gotta be a fifteen, isn't it? I thought it was a fifteen. I didn't think it was an eighteen. Yeah, it's fifteen, I believe. The Japanese one might be. Nah, nah. The Japanese one would be the same. Yeah, the American ones are. It's hard to get eighteen. It's a fifteen. It's a fifteen. Yeah. Yeah, both both of them. Yeah, I thought that. I thought that. That's why. Uh, I think in the cinema, with like audio turned up and it. You know, complete pitch blackness. You could get a few jumps out of it. Yeah. But yeah, I think just chilling, watching at home um, in the middle of the day, you don't really capture it. So I don't know whether like the way I was watching it didn't do it justice. Yeah. But yeah. It, I didn't have the right surroundings for, to get you know proper engrossed oh. and sort of let it go like that. Mm. But yeah, it was alright. But Nick, I'll say the exact same thing I said earlier on about I didn't find the first one scary at all. I. Like, I, I'm not saying it's like Paul said that neither of them are scary enough and they are both 15 so obviously it's for it's a teen audience kind of, I think it was a yeah. teen audience kind of thing it was yeah. more sure but um, I, I, I would say I actually preferred the, the remake more I know it's got a lower rating on Flickster and IMDB but when I watched the original one I was just like yeah I don't know I don't know if it was because I was tired watching it but when I tried to watch it I did not understand it I could obviously I freaking knew the key parts and everything like that, um, but I don't know. Like I just I I might actually go on to watching the Grudge two and three because I really want to know what it's about. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> are you sure you want to do that? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's not, that's my opinion. That's my that's my Mikey. What do you think? What was your opinions on both films? I don't know. I thought it was like pretty samey, you know. Obviously, with the new one, the uh, remake, whatever, the effects were a bit better, but you can't, you know, the ideas were there from the original one. So the remake, I don't know, I feel like the, I think it was very close with a lot of the scenes, but very similar. And, you know, there was only a few, there was a few changes throughout. But I felt like when I was sitting there watching, it, I was just like, well, I'm just watching uh, the same film, but made for an American audience or like, you know, just. Hollywood audience, so yeah, I don't know. They weren't like I don't know. weren't terrible. They were a bit confusing, but at the same time, yeah, both probably on par with each other. Yeah, fair enough. Um, I suppose I'll ramble on a little bit. Um, not too long. I suppose yeah. I mean, personally, I think I prefer the original. Um, only because I like. I know not people are going to agree with this, but I like the confusing way of telling the story. Only because I, I like when I don't know what's going on, as it were. I like to, 
I like a film that makes me think a bit more. It's like, what on earth is this? Oh wait, this is this and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, I do agree the the original wasn't that scary, at least not now. It may have been scarier when I was younger. I think it was. I yeah. Think it was, uh, the again the visual effects were a lot better in the uh American version, the remake. Uh, again, probably because they had a bit of bigger budget. I mean, in terms of comparing the two, I mean, I suppose you can, but you can't, because I think they were made for different audiences. Yeah. Whereas the original is a full-blown Japanese film, and made for Japanese people, at least that part of the side of the world. I think my opinion is the remake was made because someone in America liked that film and wanted a Western version of it. Hence why I think they got the same director to make the Western... Because I think I think the remake is just a Western version of the film. I, I, wouldn't, I suppose it is a remake, but it isn't. It's just a different... It's a version of the film for a different target audience, as it were. Is what I would like yeah. to say about it. Um, yeah, I, I, again, I don't know where I stand. Like, it's not... Obviously, it's not a classic. It's not the best film. It's not. It's definitely not the worst film we've seen. The remake's okay. It's as its own story. It's, it has a lot of similar scenes, but again, it's different in itself. You're right, I'm repeating so yeah. much. I just think... I think both films were made for different audiences. I think that's. Yeah. I wouldn't call it a lazy remake because, again, it's for a different audience. It's not for the same audience. Again, I just think someone in America or Hollywood just liked the garage and wanted an American version for it. Oh yeah, because then I guess they've done the same with the Ring as well, didn't they? Yeah, they've, they've done it with uh, a few Japanese horror films. Yeah. So you know, there's always going to be one that pops up, and then someone thinks that you know that can do do really well for a different target audience. Yeah. They're just take the idea and you know some work some don't uh, I think the remake worked in this occasion again it didn't stray too far from the original film but yeah it was, a, it, was, it was an okay watch I suppose that is pretty much it unless anyone else has got any more thoughts no no, no. right so you move on to next week then next, um, Evil Dead next week right is it Evil Dead it is the Evil Dead very good. By the legendary, uh, anyone remember his name? Go on, Paul. I haven't actually, I haven't watched any of the Evil Dead's, whether it's the one that's Sam Raimi. Sam Raimi, that's it. Sam Raimi, starring Bruce Campbell. Yeah. Another one of my favourites. <laughs> is... Okay. So, yeah, that is next week. Uh, the Evil Dead is next week's show. Um, and your chat line is New York. Oh, uh, yes, for next week. My chat line is New York for next week, as we didn't yeah. do this one this week because I was ill last week. That's why I wasn't on the show. So, next mm-hmm. week is New York. I will work throughout the week to find one and um, I suppose this little plug time if you want to do it Paul um, yeah follow us on Twitter at underscore lazy Hollywood um, check us out on SoundCloud subscribe on iTunes just search lazy Hollywood we come up or any other podcast app we are there subscribe comment rate we appreciate it and share and share neighbours <laughs> tell your cat tell your Dog. kid that's been lost in the wardrobe <laughs> yeah <laughs> Tell them all. Until next week. Goodbye. Much love. Pretty sure. Yeah. Bye.